The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulin Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. I am somebody who really enjoys to go out, and I have done over the years. I really enjoy having a few drinks, and I love socializing. It's, it's, it's a big part of my life, but as we said, it is those times where, you know, you're catching up with friends or you're having a few drinks where you don't want to worry about diabetes. You're like, oh, will you just give me a break. Give me a break. Like when we went to Malta, it doesn't care. Diabetes does not care. And to answer your question, I'm, I don't think I've even told anybody about this story, but and particularly now because I know my, my parents listen to the podcast. But anyway. It's important that I get it out there because I suppose I want to share my my experiences as somebody now and somebody who has always had very good control. I pride myself in that. But just because you have great control does not mean that things will go wrong every now and then. That's the reality of diabetes. You can be a master of your diabetes, but you can get slapped in the face with with the reality of it every now and then. So... It was, it would have been very recently, like very, not recently now, but I think it was shortly after I I was diagnosed where I was out with, I think my brother, my brother and my cousin, and we had a few too many drinks and I came home and I, I went up to my dog and I was petting my dog, my old dog. And you're obviously more affectionate towards your dog when, when you're having a few drinks, but Whatever happened, I think I fell asleep when I was petting her and I was playing with her and I woke up to my brother and my cousin kind of like shaking me, waking me up, being like, oh, no, no, wake up, wake up. And I thought nothing of it. And then they told me that I was on the floor and my lips were like blue. And I think that that was probably the only incident where I was like, oh shit, you cannot afford to leave your diabetes on the back burner because these things can happen like the flick of a switch. Even if 
you take one unit of insulin too much or or not enough, potentially it can be very dangerous. So what would have happened for that to have happened? Was it a fact that you didn't, you just passed out and you weren't aware going to bed that you didn't check your levels or was it you had you went too high or too low? What was the reason for that? I think it was because I had gone too high. So I think we were obviously out for a few drinks and, you know, your judgment may may go out the window in terms of, oh, I need to check my blood sugar this frequently or I feel like my blood sugar is high. I suppose I didn't check it as I should have. And then presumably we had got food on the way home. And then over that space of time, my blood sugar just kind of consistently rose and I suppose it was a mixture of a high blood sugar and, and the alcohol where I fell asleep and then woke up to them <laughs> saying that my lips were blue, you know? So I was like, whoa, that is a bit of a wake up call. But I think that's a perfect example of when you do drink alcohol, you become desensitized to the feelings of highs or lows. So obviously at that time, my blood sugar was very, 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 very high. And I kind of got away with it. But the other side of that too is when you drink alcohol, your blood sugar can plummet. So I would have maybe expected my blood sugar to drop because that's what I had done in the past. But I think it's that added danger when your blood sugar drops because what happens when, you, when you've when you low blood sugar is your liver will hopefully naturally release glucose back into your bloodstream to naturally bring your your blood sugar back up but when you drink alcohol the alcohol almost kind of stands in the way of your liver doing that effectively so even if you do have a low blood sugar and you may potentially not even notice that you have a low blood sugar when you do realize your liver cannot do that effectively because of the alcohol in your system and my phone just vibrated that my blood sugar is now on the way down. Perfect, perfect timing. <laughs> perfect. It, it must have known that I was talking about low blood sugars. Do you need to? My blood, my that? glucose tablets are upstairs in the attic. So go, show on, go get. Them. Give me two seconds. Yeah, we'll break. Yeah. <clears throat> We're back. <laughs> We're back. Get them glucose tablets into you. You're saying there how the alcohol will essentially stop the liver from working efficiently. Does different types of alcohol have a different effect on your blood sugars? It's not that the alcohol itself will have huge effects apart from potentially impacting how much your blood sugar can rise back up but it's it's the stuff that's mixed with the alcohol so for example different types of alcohol like beer and wine may have a different effect to a straight spirit if you drink beer there's a lot of sugar a lot of carbohydrate in beer so that will likely cause your blood sugar to rise whereas if you just drink a straight liquor, you may not see that spike. When I was in New York, my favorite drink to drink is 
like a mezcal tequila. I love that. And I just drink it straight. So that doesn't really impact my blood sugar at all. Whereas if I was to mix that mezcal tequila with Coke or another sugary drink, it's kind of the sugary drink that will affect your blood sugar. So I suppose a big part of managing your diabetes when you're out is being able to make make better choices, I suppose, with regard to the drinks that you're drinking. You don't want to go out and you don't want to have like Jaeger bombs where you're knocking back Red Bull, where they're full of sugar or vodka Cokes, where you know there's loads and loads and loads of sugar. I appreciate and understand that people have certain drinks that they like, but if you are diabetic, you you do need to drink certain drinks that aren't going to have massive, massive impacts on your blood sugar. But I suppose even if you do make good choices like drinking a spirit and say a sugar-free drink, you can still even go wrong, not as a result of your own choices. And I remember, I think I was in Dublin where I was out one night and got like, I don't know, a vodka, sugar-free Coke. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I specifically asked for a sugar-free drink because I'm diabetic, so I don't want all the sugar. Bartender was very busy, whipped up this drink, and I tasted it, and I knew that it wasn't sugar-free because you know the taste between a sugary and a a drink that's sugar-free. So I was like, there's no way that's sugar-free. So before I kind of knocked it back, I actually got my blood monitor and checked the drink as if it was my blood, as if I was like checking my blood. So you can do that. You can actually get a test strip and check the sugar content as if you were checking your blood. And sure, when I checked it, it was just said high or something. So I knew knew that it wasn't sugar-free. So I suppose even, even when you're out at a bar, you need to be particularly careful to, to, oh, there's my my thing going off again. My Dexcom yeah. there telling me my blood sugar is low. Still low. Well, it's like a five minute delay. Okay. So I'll have to go back up. But there's another glucose tablet. Hmm. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.